everyone, and welcome back to the Crime Library. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jesse. And on this first things first, we're going to be doing our follow-up on last call. I, t- I, I moved it. Here we go. Last call. A true story of love, lust, and murder in queer New York <laughs> by Elon Green. Yes. The tagline was, uh, even it's though I long. think it's probably one of my favorite taglines because it just yeah. kind of gets you. It is. It's super long. It's in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, I couldn't remember the order, so I just needed to make sure I had it right. Well, you got Love, it. lust, and murder. <laughs> in New York. <laughs> queer New York. In queer New York. All right. Yeah. So let's start with, uh, did you like the book? Did you, are you still, would you read the book again? Let's start with that. I don't think I would read the book again. Okay. Um, It was interesting for like the first time I read it because it was a story I wasn't really aware of. I appreciated the fact that it was, you know, Unfortunately, the victims were homosexual men, but it, you know, a lot of the times with crimes, it's just a lot of like the victims are white women. And so it Mm -hmm. was, you know, I appreciate the fact that these victims stories got told, um, not forgotten. So for those reasons, I enjoyed it and appreciated it, I guess is a better way to say it. And, but yeah, I don't think I'd read it again. I think I would read two separate books by this guy. <laughs> I would read a story about Richard Rogers, and then I'd read a story about Queer New York separately. Right, right, right. Um, because I'm interested in both of them, and I feel like the way it was cut up, we didn't, right. it wasn't, yeah. So I think I would read, um, I wouldn't say the dude's a bad author, I just would read separate things by him. Right, I I wouldn't saying. read this over again. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Because it did make me fast, like not fascinating. It did make me more interested in books about uh, Queen New York at that time. And then mm-hmm. I would like to know more, I guess, details and specifics of the case than we got. Right. Um, maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm not asking for yeah. <laughs> the play by play. I don't know. So I guess I wouldn't is the end. <laughs> I would read two separate books, but not this one. That's Got the it. End of it. All right. So we found these questions online um, at oxygen.com because oxygen is all true for crime now. And this is from the Oxygen Book Club discussion. So if you wanted to, there's a whole list of them. We're only going to do two. But if you wanted to be a part of a like book discussion group about this book, that's where you go. Perfect. All right. First question is officials have definitely. First question is officials have not definitively identified a primary crime scene according to the book. What are your theories? Yeah. So right before recording this, Jesse and I were like thinking about the questions we were going to do. And we like said this one in passing and how we weren't going to do it. And then we both kind of gave separate different. answers. Yes. And Jesse was like, okay, maybe we should ask this. <laughs> So that was just kind of interesting. I, because there's not like a definitive location. Um, and we do know that, uh, most of these men were like picked up at that club beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the things that I mentioned is maybe if they went to like a lover's lane type place, maybe he could have, 
you know, killed them out there. Um, and especially since that fact that the bodies were discarded in different places, um, that also makes me feel like maybe he wasn't necessarily at his home when he did it. See, I think because for me, it has to be at his home because Mm -hmm. you're taking time to dismember these bodies. You can't just do that Mm -hmm. out in the thing. No. Out in the wild. Yeah. Out in your thing. Well, you could, but it'd be harder. Right. It'd be harder. And you'd have to Especially like a cleanup. Mm -hmm. And we don't, we just don't have enough information. Like, and I know this was early 90s. So maybe they didn't do it. I don't know. But did they test his apartment for like blood stains and things like that? Because there's no way dismembering all those bodies didn't leave some kind of evidence behind. So if he did do it on the lover's lane, then there's got to be stuff in his car or however he. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or he could have had like um, Dexter style room just like full of plastic. I mean, he definitely could have because he obviously went through and planned the stuff. Right. Uh, But then where's that plastic? That's true. He disposed. Why wouldn't he just dispose of it when he disposed of the body? That's very true. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we had yeah. two different, we're like, no, that's not a, that's not a good question, but we have two different theories on it. And I just think, I think it's gotta be his apartment. I feel like you're probably right. Just because like what you're saying with the dismemberment. Yeah. But maybe it wasn't every single person killed there. Here's something I want to know, but Who don't want to know. Right. How long does it take to dismember a body? No, if I never you know what know you're that. doing. I was going to Google it, but then I don't want to know it. So. Mm-mm. If you, if listeners, if you know the answer, do not tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. I've just like it can't be that quick. But maybe if you, oh, do. it's definitely not quick. Okay, well, you have to cut through bones. Right. Okay, I don't want to. Anyway. I don't want to know. Okay, but I want to know. So maybe it's like slide me a DM and yeah, I slide into Jesse's DM with that. Open it. I'll open it. <laughs> All right, moving on to our last question. The book focuses much more on the victims than the identity of the killer, which is rare in true crime media. How did this impact your experience with the book? It made me, I wouldn't necessarily say like, like it more, but like I said, kind of going back to what I read this again, the fact that it was so heavily led by the victim stories and their lives and who they were as people. I really enjoyed that. Um, because there's like it says right there, like it's not necessarily always the case in true crime. Yeah. A lot of the times people do focus more on the killer and you kind of forget about the victims and the fact that that didn't. But I also like you kind of said before, you would read a book on mm-hmm. murder. And like, I think I would also like to know a little bit more about the murder. Yeah, so. I think uh, for me the balance was off. Right. There was a perfect amount of um, like knowing about the victims. I loved all that detail and I wouldn't take any of that away. I think where they came up short was explaining also about the killer because they kind of did and then kind of didn't. Yeah. And I think that was their point. I think they didn't want to bring a lot of. Right. I don't want to bring attention, but if you're going to start to uh, like explain about Part of these victims is what happened to them. Right. Part of these people, we don't have to call them victims. Right. Part they're, of these people yes. are, is what happened to them. And part of their story that's being told is 
how and why it happened to them. So, yeah, and yeah I who, think I agree. Who, yeah. Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> no, I agree. I like, yeah, I do a thousand times. I've said it now. Appreciate that. But yeah, I think I would have liked a little bit more on Richard Rogers as well. Just because yeah, like you said, like the balance at the end, good. like they uh, detailed his life, but then the investigation part kind of fades for me. I don't remember a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's just like my experience reading the book or if it wasn't in the book. Right. But I feel like that part kind of uh, wasn't as. Yeah. You kind of just figure out who he is and then that's kind of. That's it. Right. That's really the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. And then like nothing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. a little bit more would have been nice. Just for like our curiosity reasons, not because he needs books written about him <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's just no, but we... I, I think a whole lot like i said before if you uh are you if you're talking about 10 buddies victims say that you're gonna mm-hmm. talk about who ted bundy was oh for sure on why he did this to these yeah people. i agree you know you know i don't want to make anyone famous on anything i don't want no. I just want to like if we're going to be also talking. The only about the story, thing I want to, the only person I want to make famous is us with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, no, go back on. <laughs> I just had to get that out there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so are we done? Yep, we're done. All, All right. right. <laughs> All right. So that's that's really it. Um, if you read this, uh, if you listen, let us know what you think. We hope you do read it so you can hear these victim stories as well. Yeah. Or if you don't want to read it, just give it a gook. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, recommendation too. Just reading a book it. is a long time. Commitment. It is. Just, it is. <laughs> just give them a gook. Yeah, just give them a gook. <laughs> All right. And the next uh, book we're doing is Another Kind of Madness by Stephen P. Hinshaw. There you go. So we'll see you on the 15th. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye.